New York. Hey, hey, you guys. Welcome to another edition of the 914 Sports Podcast. My name is Frankie Fermanti. Joining me, as always, are my co-hosts, Tony Boza. Yo. Tony Cohen. Yo. And Joe Diegas. What's up, everybody? Martin Did this motherfucker Mike? just steal my yo? Who Not me. me. You, Cohen. That, dude, you're lucky I even know where we're at. Steals, right my, steals my name, steals my yo. Hey, listen. <laughs> I am the only true Tony here. Mm-hmm. Mm. Valid point. This is very valid. <laughs> New, New York State does agree. <laughs> uh, Martin might be joining us at some point. We'll see. You know how that goes. We'll we'll find out when it happens. And uh, yeah, so we've got an episode for you this week that we don't really know what's what we're going to talk about yet. So we'll figure it out on the fly. With that. Joe's back, so let's throw it straight to him and talk a little bit of soccer since we haven't really talked that much soccer since Joe decided, you know, this is a hobby and not a, a, a weekly thing. <laughs> God, Joe, it's you not guys. like you have anything going on. Jesus yeah, I know. Christ, man. It's not like I have anything going on, I know. It's How, how could I? The, the thought of me of putting this second is – is terrible, and, yeah. and I apologize. But I think it saved you all for not talking about soccer, which probably made all of you happy to well, not the, have. Uh, no, what jokes on you? Because my one minute drill was about West Ham last week, so suck my dick. And, Joe, and, so, yeah. was, and so was your one minute drill was about yeah, you forgot. last week. I you forgot. Stopped. I forgot. It's been it's been chaotic, but no. Um, soccer. We have one more week left in the Premier League. Um, and speaking of West Ham. Frankie, I'm sorry, but your hammers are not looking too good right now. <laughs> not because they're not looking good, but everyone else around them is just playing pretty good to fuck them over. Do they I mean, even have a chance at Europa? Slim. Slim I, chance. Like, Frank, you might have to pick a new team, like Iowa. I mean, yo, Kevin. Oh my God, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> no, no. Now I got to switch to see oh. what's going on in the back. Uh, Kevin Moore might be dead. Oh yeah. No. Wait, oh. he got nailed in the face by a pitch with bids loaded. Yeah, his, oh, his no. nose God. Out of he's his leaking. No, his nose bad, is blue. bad, bad, bad. I can't change the channel on my computer. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. God. Oh, Why are they showing it? Um, oh, my God. Oh, yes. Great, another injury. My God. <laughs> well, guess who's coming in? Oh, my God. Oh. Khalili. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, my God. Kevin Pollard is a wild man. He's just walking away like he's fucking. <laughs> I don't know how he's walking. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, if I got hit in the face with that ball, you'd have to buy me a coffee. Yo, Dom Smith is smiling like, what the fuck was that? I need oh, to see the replay. I need to God. see something. Yeah, I watched that. A good thing I was on mute, too, because I yelled. <laughs> hey, Tony, at least you guys got a run out. <laughs> oh, my God. It only took somebody's nose and their face. Dude, we're going to be down. 42 guys at the end of this game. So, wait. T- talk us through what happened since no one's going to be able to see it. Like, what did you Are see? Are they not going to show a replay? What the hell? I literally – yeah, there's no way they should be There's no way they show it. It was literally I'm bases sorry. loaded. They showed Kevin Ware and Paul George's legs exploding over and over. This is the MLB, though. We spoke yeah. about this, though. Yeah, yeah, they can't even get this right. Uh, but his base is loaded. One ball, two strikes. Mets were down one nothing, And the pitcher on the Braves just – lost control of the ball entirely and it literally hit 
Kevin Pillar directly in the face. Like yeah. not his helmet, not his cheek, dead square on his face. Does so he, he have the down. helmet that extends out or no? I don't believe it, so. And that probably wouldn't have even stopped it. it. Yeah, no, he looked like he got hit square. I'm honestly shocked. It didn't look like it hit him in his eye and his nose took the brunt of it. But right now the game is kind of just sitting there for a moment. Um, it looks like they uh, they were bleaching home plate right now from the view I just saw. Yeah, I mean, what I just, that was bad. I've got a screen cap where it does. It looks like his like nose is bleeding, and that's it. And that's all I could find. So I am furious right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, his nose must be fucked. But the fact that he didn't get hit, it doesn't look like he got hit in the eye. Which is no, no, bigger. From, yeah, from what I saw him running out, his nose just looks like completely blue. Yeah, which is uh, he's gonna he's gonna be out of it. That's where, yeah, he's that was bad. Yeah. Wow. Some things you don't notice are going to happen live on the air. Yeah, as soon as we were talking about soccer. Soccer. <laughs> hey, uh, All hey, right, uh, well. Uh, so we can, I can go I'm back sure, now. I'm sure we're going to get updated as the game goes on about Pilar. Yeah. So. We'll, we'll keep you updated as we hear it, you know, two days later. So you guys already know what's wrong with Pilar. <laughs> uh, uh, Joe, you were saying about the Premier League, it's the last week. Yeah, so this is the last week. So all teams have two games left. Um, everyone will be playing on Sunday. And then you have a handful of teams that are playing um, either Tuesday or Wednesday. So when this is airing out, they either played yesterday or today. Um, where we currently land in the standings, I think that's probably the best way of going about it right now. You have Man City, who's clinched it, 83 points. Um, and you have Man United, who's already – well, you can't say they have punched. Actually, yeah, they punched their ticket already um, in second with 70 points, but they will have a spot in the Champions League. And then this is where it gets pretty interesting. So you have Leicester with 66 points, Chelsea with 64 and fourth, uh, Liverpool with 63 and fifth. And then you have Tottenham and West Ham, sixth and seventh with 59 um, points. So really what it comes down to is Liverpool just really fucking everything up. So this past week, Liverpool. Stupid nonsense goal. Well, even before that, them beating Man United. They beat Man United midweek, 4-2. And then West Brom, they played West Brom. West Brom was up one nothing, And then um, Liverpool ended up tying it. And for the most part, West Brom had a couple chances. There was there was one chance actually that um, they could have gone up to one, but they called offsides, and it was the right call on the offsides. Um, but yeah, it was the ninety fifth minute. They had one last corner left. They bring up Allison out of goal, and I'm not gonna lie, it was a pretty good fucking header. But you gotta mark everyone. Granted, that's an extra player on the field. I think a lot of people would kind of just like stay away from Allison, but. If you look at this individual, like he's a big dude. So he's kind of like the mentality of if you bring your defender up on a corner kick, hoping that you get some type of header, some type of contact on it. He's one of the guys you probably should mark and leave one of the like smaller midfielders like out. Like, don't worry about Mane. Um, don't worry about Thiago. Like they're probably not going to be able to get up in the air because of it. Um, sorry, I just saw the replay. Holy shit. Um, that was bad. Damn it, I missed it. They, they're they're going to sh- – no, oh, it's going to come up go. for years. Here we go. And – oh, fuck. I got a I, – I found it. I got it. I just sent it in the group chat too if you want to watch it again. Yikes. Yeah. The picture's still like distraught and you could see. 
Who's pitching? I know it was Webb. I'm glad they. I'm glad they actually like pulled him out because that's just hard to deal with. You just need to come out of the game at that point. Not that he did anything. Just his brain's just not going to be on the. No, yeah, you just you just made a guy bleed profusely. Like you're like, "Mm, I probably shouldn't throw another pitch right now. Yeah, that's tough. But um, so wild. So on soccer, that that's where Liverpool is. So. As it relates to Chelsea, Chelsea plays Leicester again this week after losing to them in the FA Cup. Um, that I mean, honestly, I was pissed about that too. We just didn't play the right lineup. I wasn't so mad about Kepa starting, but you don't start Chilwell. You don't start Pulisic. Like, granted, it's FA Cup. You know that you have Champions League. Not Champions League. You have Champions League coming up in two weeks. You have two more Premier Leagues coming up. So I get that you want to like rest your players and focus on that. But a title's a title. Like, you still want to get it. Um, Tielemans, though, scored an excellent goal. There was talk about if that goal should have even been allowed because of the progression of play that there was a potential handball. So there was some conversation about, do you call that handball? Do you not? Because it changes the momentum of the game. Regardless, you can't take away from Tielemans' goal. Um, had VAR take away another goal from us off a Chilwell goal-slash-deflection um, this is the thing with VAR. It's literally a game of inches. That was one where it didn't go in our favor. So Chelsea has two games. We have Leicester Tuesday, AKA yesterday. And then we play Aston Villa on Sunday. So we need both wins. Um, technically we can win in tie as, as long as like Liverpool wins in ties, but you don't want to go into left? that. Um, Liverpool, uh, I was just looking at it before. Liverpool has um, Burnley midweek, and then they play Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace is home. We need to win both games. But, yeah, we need to win both games. Burnley can give them hassle. The other thing is with Leicester. Like, Leicester's the other way out, depending on how that goes, because Leicester on Sunday plays Tottenham. So they have a tougher schedule overall. So there is a possibility where it can be Chelsea-Liverpool. It could be Chelsea-Leicester. It could be Leicester-Liverpool. Just frustrating. That Arsenal game um, killed us in what – if we win those points, we're comfortably in second, and we really only need at least one win to clinch. Um, So that killed us. Uh, I don't know what the hell we were thinking. Um, We almost saved it, too, in that game. But it's this is the problem with the with, with all the games that we play in soccer. Um, it's a good problem to have, but this is where it becomes bad because you just never know what players to play. We're playing more academy folks. We're trying to rest players because you're trying to weigh out what games are more important. You play other teams that you think are going to be an easy win, and you either don't get a point or you only get a point. So it was definitely frustrating. But I I can't complain too much about us and with Chelsea because we are not to add more salt to the wound, Frank, but we're not in a position as bad as West Ham now, like trying to figure things out. Cause the only way West Ham gets it, they need to win out plain and simple. If they have any remote chance of even making Europa. So there is well, fuck yourself. I know there, no, 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 there, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. If we don't make any other champions or Europa league or any of that stuff, I don't have to watch more soccer next year. And that would be tremendous. Of my dear West Ham. So this is the thing, though, because with the new Champions League format, you can most likely still get into Champions League if you do win out. Because like we were saying earlier with the new Champions League format, 
Arsenal and Tottenham would have made it in this past one, and they were the first two in Europa. So it's not that you can't make it. You also have to be cognizant of, like, the other leagues of, like, where that all shakes out. So, again, worst-case scenario is I don't have to watch more soccer next year. Best-case scenario is we're in Champions League, and, hey, maybe we make a run, and we get better, and and Jesse Lingard doesn't go sit on the bench for a Man United because they're selfish pricks, and and – Saeed Ben Rama starts scoring goals like we we waited for all year because now he finally he, he broke the seal and scored a goal this week and it was glorious and I love him and I want him to do good and he he's staying with the team so like maybe the team doesn't completely get torn apart and uh you know we keep Jesse Lingard uh Declan Rice doesn't go anywhere and gets healthy and all, all, all our guys are back and we're good to go raring to go next year and maybe with the Champions League position It'll be it'll be fun, and maybe I have to watch more soccer, and I'll be mad about it. But you know, you take sacrifice with fandom. But yeah, we we the last two weeks we really shit the bed uh, against two teams that we should have gotten more points against than we did. I mean, be happy you got the tie though, too. I mean, yeah, it's only one point, but at least you got the equalizer, and it was late in the game too, where you can kind of just like shut down as a team. Yeah. No, I'm I'm very happy with the tie this week, uh, considering that it, things looked bleak. And again, Ben Rama scoring the goal is brings a little spark of joy. But the week before, you know, losing the week before and, and only having a, t- a draw this week, it's been a rough couple of weeks for me and my nonsense, I guess. <laughs> Me and my my spouting off nonsense. It's been a rough week for me to uh, keep my shit up, if <laughs> you will. But this all stems from Liverpool. I mean, that Liverpool result, if it ends in a tie, it's helpful for us and it's helpful for your team too. Yeah, no, Liver- like they... Liverpool's fucking everybody up. Yeah, just those two extra points is like a big swing right there. Definitely. But, um, yeah, I mean, that that's really all it with soccer. So next week we'll be wrapping up where not only where Premier League, but all the other teams. So there'll be more clarity on who else has punched their ticket in for, for Champions League next year. So that's exciting. But, yeah, nothing really else. We'll, we'll talk more next week when we're gearing up for Champions League with Man City and Chelsea because the women's team in Chelsea got absolutely destroyed by Barcelona. I think it was like 4 nothing in the final. So hopefully we can win on the men's side, but that's the other thing with Chelsea. Like I don't want them to rely on having to win that to then get back into champions league. Like I'd rather them punch their ticket and not have to worry about banking on that game. Which I mean that that's a pretty good situation to be in. Like, Hey, but Man City's going to want to win the title. That's the thing. I don't think Man Man City's not going to give that up so easily. Of course. But you know, they're pretty much like they're already in like there's no way they're not. So like it, it, it's a nice way to backdoor your way into champions league. Worst case. And plus you, the league will be over by then. So like both teams might actually play full force, right? Yeah. Like, it'll actually be a fun game. Like maybe even Frankie will watch it. Yeah. It's on a Saturday. Oh, go fuck yourself. Tyler Wade. Oh, um, Damn, Webb is like so upset. Like you could just see in the in the dugout. Like that that fucking sucks. 
At least Kevin Pillar walked away. Yeah, that that's a yeah, thing. yeah. But you have all like the coaches going up to Webb. Like you can just see in his like facial reaction right now. Like he is just not mentally okay with like processing what just happened. Yeah, it's fresh. It's one of those things where in a couple of days, like you got to realize, hey, it slipped. It had just as much of a chance of hitting the back, like hitting the backstop. Yep. Um. All right, so that'll do it for soccer. Uh, Joe, we're going to stick with you because it's time to talk about the NBA playoffs and how stupid the play-in tournament bullshit is. Uh-uh, it's fucking great. Adam Silver got L.A. versus Golden State and the West for the 7-8. That's fantastic. You know, instead of just having them both make the play, like both be in, no, both having so much better. Like, they would have played. Who were the, who were the first two teams in the West? The Jazz Utah and the would be playing the Lakers. Utah would be playing the Golden State Warriors, and the Phoenix would be playing the Lakers. And then when those end up happening, any or well, yeah, those might happen anyway because one of those teams might lose, and then they might beat the the winner of the other play in game. Right, but they might get flip flopped if. Like if uh, Golden yeah, State wins, they end up as the seven. But regardless, let's let's talk about this for a second because I kept on getting confused early on in the season of what they were talking about with right. this whole so, play-in. So, so the way the way that seven, it's a seven against the eight. It's the nine seven and the eight. 10. The seven and eight play each other. The nine and ten play each other. So tomorrow night it's Pacers versus Charlotte, and it's um, Celtics against the Wizards. Celtics against the Wizards for the seven eight. So the winners of this of the Celtics Wizards. Or is in the playoffs. They're the seven seed. The loser plays the winner of the um, Nine, Charlotte Pacers game. The loser of the Charlotte Pacers game is out, and then the loser of either the Wizards, Celtics, whatever, whoever, the winner versus the, the win, the loser of the seven eight, and the winner of the nine ten. The loser of that game is out, and the winner of that game is the eight seed. So, it is a convoluted and ridiculous way to get to. I agree. I, I think it. it's fucking dumb. I and fucking love it. If they were going to do this, in my opinion, and what I thought they were doing is that if you have the seven against the ten and again eight against the nine, if you're going to do this where if you lose and you still have a chance, that should only be if the seven plays the ten and the ten wins the first game, you then play the second game for them to get in. That's how I no, thought they were no, going well, to Joe, do it. No, Joe, but Joe, this, the, the seven and eight guy, the guys you, – you, you get a second chance if you lose the seven eight game. That's that's your reward for being in the seven eight spot. You get or, two chances to make the playoffs. Or hear me out. Just have the seven and the fucking eight make the playoffs. Stop with stop either stop or even it, in this case or, don't even do the uh, plan for the I seven. Just do it the may, eight against the it, nine. It, it the seven the end of the NBA s- season so much more fun than usual. Okay, but okay, you want to do that also? Make the seven play the ten and the eight play the nine, and then whoever wins those two games, the highest seeds the seven seed, and the highest the lower seeds the eight seed. So if the ten wins, they're the eight seed. If the nine, if the ten and the nine are the two that move on, they're now the seven and the eight because they beat the seven and the eight. I feel but like it, they're it, trying to do like they're trying to combine like what is happening in like the college world series about if you lose, it's okay, like you still have a chance. They're depending on your certain position. But then they're also trying to take aspects of baseball where like the wild card setup in baseball is great because if you win, you're in. If you lose, you're out. And in this case, then like I get it as the eight seed, you have a second chance, but you shouldn't have a fucking second chance. You had 72 fucking games to get in. 
if you didn't put yourself in that position to play, like that's on you. And also, by the way, like, why do we need 10 teams? Why do we need four teams that are under 500 to make the playoff? Like the NBA already has a problem where there's under 500 teams making the playoffs. And I don't even want to look at my goddamn screen because uh. everybody just shook their head and, and made noises. So I'm not going to even watch uh, because I have Garrett Cole starting in fantasy. Also up oh, there it goes. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, um, Brett Gardner took the dumbest route to the ball ever. Yeah, I don't know if he was getting that either. He's old now. Um, okay, you like what the fuck was I just talking about, guys? The Yankees just if the if you want the extra games, like don't make it this convoluted process, and don't have teams that are five games under five hundred, six games, seven games under five hundred make the playoffs, like have it actually be worth winning games. That's what I was getting at is teams uh, under 500. Regardless, this, let's talk about the real thing. Let's talk about our New York Knicks. The motherfucking four seed boys. The, the four seed, they get to play the Atlanta Hawks. They get to play in 50% capacity, which is going to be great. Uh, fuck StubHub and Ticketmaster and all these places. No, no. Fuck the Knicks fans who yeah. are so fucking ungrateful because of this. This this is a take on this. Like, you haven't been in the playoffs since the 2012-2013 season. And you have the fucking audacity to charge your tickets for $1,000. You're not a true Knicks fan. You're just a money grabber right now, and you're trying to find the market. Guys, first Fuck of that. all, the well, Knicks Joe, are charging a ridiculous price, I'm sure, to start. because uh, No, definitely, because it's the Knicks and it's Madison it's Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. I, I I said this like back in 2014 when the Rangers were in the um, finals for uh, against the Kings. It would have been cheaper for me to fly out to L.A., get a hotel, and go to a game there than it would have been to go to Madison Square Garden for a game. Yeah, like that is nuts. You know, it's ridiculous, and it's 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 like a slap in the face to like actual like so. I have no intentions of going to a Knicks playoff game because I'm not a fucking huge basketball fan. And there's fans that deserve to go that are diehard Knicks fans for all their lives and deserve to go. That said, Joe, are you out of your, you think the people that are charging a thousand dollars are actual Knicks fan? No, they're scalpers. They're scalpers that are charging it, but not even like, Oh, they don't deserve to be called. Knicks fans? No, they're scalpers. They're not anything fans. They're right. make my money fans. The only way I would even think about paying that much right now for a Knicks game is if they find a way to either go to the Eastern Conference Finals and they're playing against the fucking Nets or they're in the championship. That's the only no, way. I'm not I'm going not paying, for a fucking four or five. I'm like, not paying $1,000 unless it's the finals. That's the only way I'm paying. Like When the Rangers were uh, going to be in the, when there was a chance they were going to be against the with that lightning series, like I was already looking at tickets. Like, well, if they win, I'll, I'll, pay, I'll pay. I'll pay like a thousand dollars to go see. No, if, if they can close out in, in Madison Square Garden paying, against the Nets, I would pay for that too. I'm not paying a thousand dollars against for the Eastern Conference Finals. It's just it's not happening. Like, if it's a close out, the Nets, I would. Joe, like, you can go, but Joe, you could also probably go to Brooklyn for cheaper. Yeah, that too. No, yeah, that's the other side of it. But oh my god, ridiculous. Garrett Cole just issued his second walk tonight. This is just a disaster. An absolute nightmare. Joey, uh, disaster every game. 
on another positive note, Joey Gallo looked though. like he fucking rolled his ankle earlier, and he looks like he's doing all right. Now watch. Nah, not really. He's going to hit a two-run home uh, Did he strike out, maybe? No. He's going to hit like a two-run home run, and I'm going to throw my fucking no, Even double better play. for us. Grabbed into play. a double play? Thank yeah. God. Yeah, but it, it looked like he wasn't going to be able to walk <laughs> for a minute there. So it's good to see Joey Gallo's all right. Um, hey, Tyler Wade, you did something. Yay. Hey, the Knicks are the fucking four seed. Like fucking Julius Randle is my MVP. Tony, you fucking called it at the beginning of the season. You said not to trade him. Thank God we didn't. He's talking about retiring as a Nick. Let's not get that far ourselves. <laughs> um, who else? I think Derek Rose said he wanted to retire as a Nick too, and I was like, that seems well, weird. Everyone's He's pretty close to retiring, right so it's fine. Did you, see, did you see that he told the, the Pistons coach, like, hey, I want to go to a contender? And the Pistons coach, like, before he got traded, hey, I want to go to a contender. And the Pistons goes, oh, why would you go to the Knicks? Like, we have just as good of a chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. LOLK. Go fuck yourselves, the four seed. Yeah, you guys had a chance of making the playoffs. A boo. Um, I mean, Reggie Bullock, sharpshooter. So here's what I'll say. Um. I'm very happy with the Knicks. Now and my hopes are a little up. Not not to win, obviously, the finals. They need to beat Atlanta. Like They should beat Atlanta. We swept the season series. Clint Capella and John Collins will probably grab 15 rebounds a game against the Knicks because we can't rebound. Um, but we need to beat Atlanta, and then I think we play Sixers if they win, yeah. if they should. Um, the, teams that, the team that lucked out the most is Philly. Because they don't have to play the Bucks or the Sixers uh, or the Nets until the Eastern Conference Finals, which showed how important the one seed was in the East this year. Because um, now, if you're the Bucks or the Nets, you have to run through both each other and potentially the Sixers. Um, so if the Knicks can beat Atlanta and maybe take Philly to six, I will be very happy as a Knicks fan. I think combined we have twelve. No, we have sixteen games of playoff experience uh, from everybody. And I think New Orleans Noel has 12 of them. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. So the, uh, so hear me out. Something happens. One of those top three teams loses. Mm-hmm. I know which one it would be. Or I already have like an idea of what I would like to happen. And I so think it will happen. In my opinion, I think the best chance of that happening is the Bucks end up falling to the Heat. Is that is that what you're yeah. feeling, yeah. Joe? Yes, the, yeah. the Heat stomped them out last year in the and in the just bubble. maybe the Heat have their number. If that happens, that means the Knicks play. So no, so the way it's going to work. No, we're the, stuck. Oh no, we're it's we're a stuck. solid bracket, yeah, right? Stuck. Yeah, that's we right. would okay, need we point. need the we would need the Sixers to lose, or we got to beat the Sixers to make Guys, it to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's I'm the only not, way. I'm not going to lie. I fucking hate the NBA. Don't do solid bracket. Do do seating. Do seating like a real sport, like the like football, or nah, technically yeah, baseball. It's for us. It's the Hawks, and then it's the Sixers, and whoever the either uh, Celtics or uh, no, no. It would be based on the ninth that 
the winner of the loser of the seven eight the and the loser winner of the, the nine ten. Right, the loser of the seven eight, the nine. What I think is going to happen, it, I know we didn't like bring up this part, but looking at the matchups, I think the Wizards are going to be the seven seed. I think they're going to handle the Celtics, mm-hmm. so that the Wizards are going to play the, the Nets. Don't have a lineup. Yep. Oh, um, the, the Wizards are going to play the Nets. All right, everybody. Uh, quick Wizard of Oz for you. If that line is two thirty five or less, hammer the over. Yeah, I, I the think the Wizards are going to handle. I, I think the Wizards are going to handle the Celtics. The Pacers Hornets game is interesting. I think now they're they have a healthy Sabonis. I would love to see the Hornets make a run, but not having Hayward has hurt them. So I think the Pacers are going to play the Celtics, and then the Pacers would win that game. So I have the Wizards and the Pacers moving on in the Eastern Wizards as the seven and the Pacers. Yeah, as the I eight. think the Celtics just have too many injuries. I think they're fucked. Um, and I don't like Charlotte. So yeah, I'll go Pacers. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good with that. Cause I feel like Charlotte's just, they kind of next limped. year. I they think limped, next year they limp to the finish line this year, but if they're fully healthy next year and, and maybe watching like, what went on down there this year will attract some people, make them a little bit better, make them stronger in certain areas. Like they're going to be, I think they're going to be really fun to watch the next couple of years, but yeah, they, they kind of limped to the finish line this year. Um, and what about the West? Like it's kind of great. Uh, LeBron has to play in. It's I said this uh, a few weeks ago when we talked about it, um, the Lakers, uh, as long as LeBron and AD are healthy, I don't care if they're the 7, the 8, the 6, the 5, whatever it is, they're going to win the Western Conference. And I still think they're the probably the NBA uh, favorites for the champ. Um, I think they're the co-favorites with the Nets right now. But regardless, I think they're going to beat the Warriors. Um, and then the Warriors will stomp whoever's in the 9-10 game, I think. I'm going the opposite. I think the Warriors will beat the Lakers because it's all cry me a fucking river at the Lakers. You have you have Curry who's ready to just like get into the playoffs. So I have the Warriors as the seven, and I have the Lakers playing. I don't care who wins the Grizzlies or Spurs games. I think Grizzlies will probably end up winning. Grizzlies it. will probably win that game. Grizzlies should should win that one, and then the Lakers will beat them because I would love to see the Lakers go up against the Jazz. But I think this is another matchup. I think on both sides, East and West, the six seed can up to upset the three. I think with the Nuggets, with the injury, also with Murray. I mean, they have Austin Rivers as their point guard right now. Jokic can't do it all with Porter. I think the Trailblazers. Um, I think the Trailblazers can go deep, depending on that Suns matchup. I think if I think if the Suns are playing the Lakers and the Lakers win that. Trailblazers are done, but I think the Trailblazers can honestly make a a run to the uh, Western Conference Finals, depending on the matchup moving on. LeBron, the Suns are praying that the Lakers lose that game because LeBron and AD will – Devin Booker is a fucking mental midget. He is going – LeBron will put him in a blender. I don't care that Chris Paul is there to try and get him out of the blender. LeBron will destroy Devin Booker. Um the Suns are praying they don't have to see uh, the Lakers. Also, shout out to the Trailblazers. Um, their Twitter, I saw a couple shots of their Twitter um, making uh, 
making peace with that guy who said like, I need, I need you guys to get to 42 wins or else I'm uh, I'm losing my house. <laughs> and they're already asking for the invite for the next house party right now. So shout out for them playing in and leaning into that. Cause that was something that literally went down to the wire. Hang on. Who's watching the Yankee game? Who is this dude? They keep showing eating this. Oh, the hot dog. Game they hot dog. He's got the giant hot dog. So Nat, it's the first time they're at the stadium. So naturally they got to do the hokey thing. Uh, just be excited that it, you're watching it on TV and you don't have to listen to fucking Susan and John Sterling talk about the goddamn 12-foot-long hot dog because that would – like if I was in my car right now and I heard them say one word about hot dog, I think I would drive off of the road that I was on. Oh, uh, they are ho- the worst. In hockey news, Washington just took a 3-2 lead uh, against the Bruins for anybody that does care about the NHL playoffs. Yeah, right guys, by the way, the NHL playoffs are also happening and the Rangers are out. So, yeah, the the, the hockey Rangers are out and the Islanders already won the first game, so I'm really not in a good mood. Did the Devils make it? No. I was going to say, so there there's your local uh your local roundup for hockey in the middle of the NBA segment. Joe, when does the when do the series start? Like I know I know playoff games are tomorrow and Wednesday for the first matchups. And then um, Thursday, Friday for the... So I think it's Sunday. If it's not Sunday, it's Monday. Damon, I was really hoping it was going to be Saturday when we were down in Ocean City. Unless the Actually, let me check because it may be Saturday for the other matchups, like the 3-6 and the 4-5 since those well, are lined Friday, up. Friday we'll, we'll be able to watch the loser of the Western Conference. Oh, my God. If So uh, if we get to watch... If LeBron... I'm praying now for LeBron to lose because if I get to watch Mark have to suffer through uh, a LeBron uh, playing game where he can possibly go home and they lose, Mark might just down a whole bottle of Ciroc on Friday night, like by himself. Like he won't even let me join in. That is like, true. So now I'm rooting for that. Sorry, Mark, if you're listening. Um, Saturday is the first game. Yeah. All right. So we'll hopefully we'll it was right. the it was the photo you sent in the chat. What photo? Who sent it in the chat? You sent it in the chat uh, yesterday. Look at the tickets. Oh, Saturday, May twenty second. I didn't realize that. Okay, good shit. I, so we watch. Hopefully, we gotta find a bar that has the game. As right. the the one person that's at a bachelor party that's not the bachelor party you boys are at, uh, I will be sending any and all bets. I might not send money with them, but I'll, I'll be sending my tips to you boys. So listen up. Wait, what state are you going to be in, Frankie? I'm going to be upstate New York, baby. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Maryland – is gambling legal in Maryland? I don't Who know. cares? Well, no, I want to know if tomato, I can – Tomato, tomato. <laughs> I want to know if I can use the FanDuel app when I'm down there. I don't Maybe. think it is. Yeah, I don't know. Welcome to Wizard of Oz, where we're trying to figure out can you <laughs> use FanDuel in uh, Maryland? Does FanDuel work in Maryland? All Maryland residents can claim $5 free by simply signing up to FanDuel. Well, that's a problem because we are not. Uh, on, wait, let's see. Uh, online casino gambling is not legal, but online and mobile betting is legal in Maryland. We out, boys. <laughs> I will be texting you boys my my picks throughout the weekend. Joe, I expect you to listen to every single one. I will listen. Thank you. But yeah, so basketball is playoff time. I'm excited for it. It has. I'm I'm kind of happy. There's no more bubble 
I think that is going to be exciting. Just seeing them travel, we're going to get more of a um, playoff feel. Still not a fan of these playing games, or at least how they have them set up. I think it could have been executed a little bit better. But without, besides that, though, excited for it to be playoff time. This is the time of year where it's interesting because, like, of course, we're hoping with the Rangers in there, you have hockey playoffs, you have NBA playoffs, you have MLB that's really, like, getting into the swing of things. So this is just an overall, like, good time with sports because of the amount of options we have. Do you know how nice it was turning on ESPN this morning, like the website, and actually being able to look at the articles like, let's break down the NBA playoffs and not immediately being like, let me go see what my lottery pick is potentially going to be this year. Like, it was like, oh, my God, wait, the Knicks are have a home matchup and they could win around? Wow. Let me do some reading. And they might have to hold off on a draft pick for long enough to actually make a real pick? Man, my God. And Colts is out of the game. Yeah, they're going to take him out after that one. No, they just. All right. All right. I don't even know why they put him back out there. Oh, oh no. Adolis. It's pitch count. Adolis. Did Adolis yeah, another one? What channel? Oh, no, he okay. Just ripped one. okay um, are we done with the NBA? Because I just want to do a brief. I do have something to say about hockey. Yeah, I'm I'm good with NBA. We can talk next week about like what we're projecting matchups to be since we'll know who's locked in where. Cool. All right. Uh, what was it? I just have to say this. The NHL needs to figure out their TV programming because I cannot find where the Nashville Predators Carolina Hurricanes game is right now. It's not on NBC. It's not on NBC Sports Network. Where the hell is this game? Like literally me and my – like so for those of you who don't know, the NHL is like Vancouver um, had to like catch up on a bunch of games. So they were playing on Saturday in the middle of the playoffs. They were playing like a regular season game. Um, and it was on ESPN Plus. And me and my buddy thought, like, the NHL was actually stupid enough to put a playoff game on ESPN Plus, like, where you can only watch if you have a subscription. The yeah. NHL is so dumb with this. Like, it is impossible to find their game sometimes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And now, well, don't they have a deal with uh... – With the ESPN in the future, yes. But also, I think, with TBS, right? Like, is it on 38, um, maybe? maybe? Let's see. No, it's on fucking CNBC. Why is there a hockey game on CNBC? It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Especially when there's open channels that make more sense. If there was eight games going on right now, yeah, CNBC is one of your properties. Do it. But Hang on. Hockey. No, wait. Hockey, they have the Washington Bruins game on both channels what are you doing hockey yeah. oh my god i'm gonna blow my mind up like unless <laughs> all right maybe because it's, is it the end of the period all right maybe they just switched it because it's the end of the period which is actually kind of a smart thing to do for once never mind i take that back good job hockey you did one thing right but like everything else you're just stupid on that was tony's talking hockey cool uh and with that i'm gonna throw it to tony cohen who's deep Knee deep in in actual work work to uh, basically just have him say hi, and then we'll start talking about baseball in his stead. Hey, Tony Cohen, baseball. Yeah, yeah, baseball. Baseball's back. The Mets are dead, quite literally, and um, <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. Um, where where would you guys like to start this week? Because well, I'm extremely ill prepared. Let's talk about the Mets being dead, Tony. Yeah, so over the past week, I think the Mets have had every significant player on their team get injured outside of Lindor and Alonzo. 
Um, they're currently missing Jeff McNeil, Michael Conforto, Brandon Nimmo, Noah Syndergaard, Carlos Carrasco, now Kevin Pillar, um, J.D. Davis. Uh, who the fuck else is even left on the team? DeGrom. I don't know. Oh, DeGrom. Uh, Taiwan Walker. Taiwan Walker left the game early today. Um, so things are not looking great, but they're still somehow in first place, which is absolutely fucking wild. Well, so you guys lost just today, just IL stint, and then the two injuries during the game. Mm-hmm. You lost McNeil, Conforto, Pilarga hit in the face, and, and Walker. Walker. Walker came out. Do you, do they say what Walker came out for? Or they think he, can't be yeah. good if he came out in the third inning. They think that it's been something he's been dealing with because I didn't even realize this, but he doesn't swing when he bats; he just stands there. Um, and apparently it's something they think it's got to be something that he's been dealing with all season. But he like, just like, it seems lower body. If that uh, left side tightness. Yeah. So which, yeah, but he's been tight all year. So that sounds is, like a problem. <laughs> and I was going to say, isn't that what DeGrom didn't go down for and then ended up on the IL for DeGrom? They're just like making up shit as they go. Um, but yeah, so I'm starting to get, the word's not nervous because it's early. I just – it's just annoying because the Mets could just start running away with this division. Yeah, And well, instead, they're just going to be treading water now and then have to be in the same muck as the rest of these freaking teams. Hey, did you guys I mean, hire the strength and conditioning team from the Yankees that got fired last year or the year before? I don't know, man, because we, we had a pretty bad team, and I think they cleared house, but it doesn't look like this one's doing much better. I mean, Tony, like at least like like Philly is – I don't. Philly is just Philly, honestly. Well, they they can't hit. Did no, you guys see the graphic that Gene Segura had to be held back from fighting Joe Girardi? From fighting Joe Girardi. Yeah, yeah, very odd. But yeah, what the um, fuck's that about? Washington can't stay out. Uh, not Washington. Uh, I'm sorry. What Joe? Which game am I watching? Yankee game. Can't be in that game. I mean, Albert Abreu just threw a second pitch strike. So. I mean, I guess Austin Riley could hit a home run because that'd be fine by me if that's the case because I have him in fantasy. Well, there's 10 Uh, points for you. Yeah. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Um, In the words of Steven, it would have been 18. The the Braves, I mean, Mike Soroka had a setback again. So, oh, yeah. Soroka's Achilles, like, so I was listening to uh, MLB radio, like, as it happened. Like, as the news broke. And so he's coming back from the Achilles thing and went to rehab. And I think before he even started, he said, something feels wrong with my ankle. So Achilles injury, not even, like, during rehab, like, workouts or anything. The ankle feels weird. That's cause for concern. And I think they're doing – they did or are about to do exploratory surgery on his bad Achilles – which is never a good thing because now it's just another surgery that you have to rehab from and on top having, of rehabbing. And he was having shoulder soreness too, which is fantastic. Yeah. like It's just bingo with them. But uh, the Braves do have the current uh, MVP front runner right now in Ronald Acuna, who is fucking a monster. Um, Miami's just hanging around as usual. Like Jesus Aguilar is having a fucking fantastic year. I mean, yeah, he's on pace for 140 RBIs I saw. So, um, yeah, that division is not fun, Tony. Uh, no. It, you guys should be running away with it right now. If you had all your horses going, probably 
could be 10 games up already. Uh, literally, I would settle for half of them because that's they were on the win streak with guys down. But now, now we're getting to the point where there's like four guys on the team right now that have never swung a bat in a major league game. We're strong. We don't even know who's pitching tomorrow yet because the whole plan was supposed to be like go bullpen game, but then we yeah. had to do it today. So I don't know what's going on. And if well, the Braves come back and win this, I'm going to cry. You have to hold on tonight. You yeah. need to hold on. Hey, uh, shout out to Steven and his boy Khalil Lee, who's now on the Mets. Had a boy. Yes. He, he got called that one. I mean, don't you love May right now? I, I don't, I don't want to watch with Joe anymore. What what is going? What is Trevor May doing? Like I'm watching. I don't know, Albert, but I'm he's watching Albert Abreu. You suck. Oh, it hasn't happened yet. Okay. Well, there was a oh. single before, but I guess something else bad happens. No, How far ahead are you? I think Joe's like hardwired into the fucking cameras. At these <laughs> yeah, because he's like eight you know minutes. Jesus Christ, Abreu sucks. Well, I just got to, Tony, who it's, hit a single? Heredia hit a double, bro. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, my apologies. Um, right now, it's an OO count still, and there's a mound visit going. On, yeah, so. I have a mound visit going. All right, wait until you see who's up at bat. I can't change channels right down now. here. <laughs> Someone just needs to kick Joe off right now. Hey, oh, okay. Oh, I gotta... no. Oh, no, Tony. I know who's up oh, right no. now. Oh, no. Oh, I don't give a fuck about no panda. <laughs> Tony, all these home runs are pitch hits. I don't give a flying fuck. He's going to hit a fucking bomb right now. Here comes a nuke. Uh, hey, we talked about Albert Pujols leaving the Angels and went to the one place where, like, I could give a fuck. Also, Pujols basically said, fuck you, Joe Madden. I don't need to play every day. I just want to not play for you. And now mm-hmm. he's just going to go sit on the Dodgers and win a and World win a ring. Yep. Yeah. Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler, he's on the Dodgers, guys. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say that part. Uh, like, the most yeah. boring, that shit, like, um, not fun place for him to go. I really wish the Cardinals, like, I know there was talk about what that. What were the Cardinals doing? What? Who is running that organization? Somebody, they literally – it was reported that, like, the Cardinals reached out and wanted to bring him in as, like, a mentor role. Yeah. And, like, bring him in for, like, after he retires, the, you know, the way the Angels technically had, uh, which isn't going to happen anymore. And, like, how do you drop the ball on that one? First of all, with goddamn Albert Pujols, arguably the greatest Cardinal of all time, arguably – uh, I don't know who's going to argue with me about it, but you know. I was going to say, what do you argue with yourself? <laughs> uh, yeah, just the Dodgers is so boring, and like, but he bat- he was batting cleanup tonight. So like, did he really? <laughs> he's batting cleanup for them tonight. So you know, maybe, maybe uh, watch him fucking just hit three home runs tonight and play every day for them. That would laugh. be so unfair. I will laugh. Oh man, it would it would just. It would make me so like it would make me happy for him, but it would make me so upset that the Dodgers just get away with fucking highway robbery again. Uh, well, it it makes oh. sense for the Dodgers though with the oh, with Cody Bellinger. Oh, Shut oh, up, guys! Oh, I didn't even God. say anything. So you should be happy. I'm behind I thought, you. I, I thought you and me were on the same Tony. We were both talking about a mound visit. All right, hold on. Now Pablo just got out. I gotta mix no, it I'm up. A, like, I, I'm a little behind you. I, I gotta mix it up for you guys. I can't give you all the cards of like what um, I'm seeing. Okay, another thing about Pujols going to the Dodgers. Yes. I do not like that he is number 55 and not number five. 
Well, isn't Corey Seager five? Corey Seager I, is five. I don't care. He's hurt. He could take his number away for, for until he gets ah. back. I do not like fifty-five pools. That is, Corey Seager says, "Hey, I'll play. I, I'll change to number six for the rest of the year." Like Big Al could have number five for now. I do not like fifty-five. I think that I don't think there's ties that you need to do that for the Dodgers. Like it's a new team. It's not like there's any. I'm okay with it. I don't think Seager has any, or he has to give up his number for that. Listen, I don't think he has to. I'm just saying it's like just for my respectable thing to do. It's not like uh, yes and no. I don't know. I I don't Joe know. Does, Joe doesn't respect his elders. Clearly, no. Joe, Joe doesn't get. Joe's not a baseball guy. Well, you also don't even. You don't even know if that conversation was even had. Joe, I'm. Sp- I'm clearly making a goof out of it. I know. I'm not like. I don't think Corey Seager has to give up his number for half the season of Pujols. I would love. I mean, uh, I, I would have loved if Pujols uh, had the balls. I to do. Say that. I think he should. <laughs> I mean. If Pools demanded number five, maybe that's why. Maybe like the Cardinals were like, "Hey, we can't give you." We can't. Did they retire his number? They retired five, right? The Cardinals. No did they do it yet? Right? No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think he's so. retired. He ain't dead. No, but didn't they have like a ceremony for him like last year or the year before? Maybe because oh, that was the oh. time that he finally played. It was. Saint I think. Louis but, no, I think Angels. it was. I think it was because it would have been the last time that he would have played at Bush. So I think they might have, like, retired his number and had, like, a ceremony for him. I can't remember. But that's the deal breaker. He couldn't go back and be number five on the Cardinals because they retired his number already. (laughs) So now he's got to play him a couple more times. Oh, man. Um, Oh, yeah. And also, where the fuck was he going? Honestly, like... Until the NL gets the DH, he's, he wasn't going to the Cardinals because what's he, he's going to play over Goldschmidt? Or Goldschmidt? Well, going to play over Max Muncy? I mean, yeah. Well, Muncy, you can <laughs> looks move like he is right. Looks Muncy like he is, is right number, Muncy's the number two first baseman right now, hitting wise. Yeah, but Pujols could play first, and Muncy could play every other place else. He can play second. He can play third. You put him at the corner outfield if you really. You're not want putting him at third over. You're not taking Justin Turner out. But, but I'm saying like rotation. But, but, but I'm saying take, like Corey Seager out. They've got Corey Seager's out for Seager's, Seager's hurt, so Lux is playing shortstop and Muncy's probably playing second. The yeah, Dodgers Mon- have so many fucking pieces. I don't know why he went there. Besides it, wanting a ring. Because the Dodgers always reason. find a way to play these guys when they think that they have no options of where they can play them. Also, like we said the same thing with AJ Pollock, like when he went over there, like where are you gonna play and him? That was still a disaster. Hey, pull up the Dodgers schedules. Uh, I'm Pretty sure they still have to play the Angels twice this year. Uh, maybe that's a factor that we. You know what else is a disaster? May. Why are you a fuck? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna literally just leave the group in like five seconds because if Joe spoils one more thing or pretends to, I'm gonna kill him. Okay. He was talking about Dustin May and how it's a shame that he's hurt and out for the rest of the. Year. I'm really talking about the month of May because it's almost over at this point. It's going to be not May. It's going to be May. Uh, uh, let's talk about our other team, Frankie. Speaking yeah. of injured players. Giancarlo uh, Stanton, 10-day IL. Gleyber uh, Torres. Gleyber Torres, COVID uh, IL. Uh, why'd Joe just disappear? Joe just left. 
because he's probably he's giggling to himself. Tony, I'll spoil no, no, for you. I was, good news, Tony. I was, I was, I was grabbing my drink. My bad. It, you're good, Tony. You're out. You're I don't out. even know who I believe at this point. You're out of it, Tony. Right. I can tell you the truth. It's a liner second. Catches. Snag. Gone. End of the inning. Yep, correct. Uh, nice job. Jose yes. Peraza. Stanton, Stanton is, it's, in the words of my friend Mike Palladino, it's officially summer. Giancarlo Stanton is on the IL. And we hear about Britain. The setbacks now. Setback uh, with his elbow. Re- rehab game pushed back. General soreness was scratched from uh, – from Wednesday, whatever he was supposed to do. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Glaber Torres is on the COVID DL IL because and so, along with seven of our coaches. Yeah, like who needs first coaches? Base coach, Get CC in coach. there. Sign CC to a ten-day coach contract right now. I still think he should be the bench coach to yell at Aaron Boone every time Aaron Boone does mm-hmm. something stupid. Uh, but besides tonight, we're playing well. I guess I have no. Com- Major complaints. Didn't like you losing yesterday against the Orioles. Um, didn't like losing. Fun. Didn't like losing to the Orioles. Uh, we've won five our last five series, mm-hmm. but we also have not swept any of those series, which kind of stinks. Doesn't matter. You just win the series. That's what's yeah. important. And the bats are coming alive again. Like guys are hitting. Not tonight, but guys are hitting the not ball tonight, hard. Pretty much everywhere. Uh, DJ hit the ball hard tonight. I'll give him credit where credit is due because he's due to get back to form. Um, oh, look, they're talking about Stanton being on the IL right now. Fantastic. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, Judge is at least coming back to life. That, that's the best part about going to Baltimore. Like, mm-hmm. It's one thing to play the Orioles and to come back to life. Whenever we go to Baltimore, if you're feeling down on like the team as a whole – a trip, to so Bal- a trip to Baltimore really it's turns always a nice pick around. me up. Because nice Gary hit the ball well, which Gary DHing when he doesn't catch, I think I'm kind of excited for. Because him getting at bats might actually, and not having to focus on catching when he's getting those at bats, might actually get him to swing well. Um, but, Link. you know, Gary hit the ball well. Uh, Judge was killing the ball basically until today. Uh, Frazier hit the ball hard. Everybody was hitting the ball hard. Rochelle has been playing well. I think what, with the exception of Sunday's game, he had a 10-game hitting streak. So, I mean. Rochelle is our only guy sniffing 300 right now. And our king, our meathead king is back in Luke Voigt. (laughs) Thank God. He had a rough start. But, I mean, it it wasn't like as much as he wasn't getting hits, they were still like hard Uh, It's going to take a while because But but I mean, he was making contact. But the thing is that like he was making contact. It's not something where it's like, Oh shit! We need to worry. Like he was making the outs that he was getting are good contact outs. Yeah, you know, he's he's making contact and he's hitting the ball hard when he's hitting it. It's just it's right at people. And I don't has he struck out yet? He might have struck out only like once this weekend, which for anybody on our team is a goddamn miracle. Uh, he did strike out at least once. I want to say. Like, I, I recall him striking out, but I feel like he. Didn't oh no! Sh- he's striking out a couple times. Two on Friday, one on uh, Saturday. All right, well, you know, that's still Ooh, pretty- Taylor, Boston ties the game with three minutes left in the third period. We're looking at – there's been a lot of overtime in hockey uh, to start the playoffs, which is always fantastic because nothing beats overtime hockey in the playoffs. Because this is where they that, do constant 20 minutes. Yeah, it's the do or die. Like, I don't know, none of this bullshit, like, trying to shorten it. It's uh, – what was it, last year when they played, like, seven overtime periods? Like, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. Sorry, yes. that was last year. Um, oh, we got another one. Uh, I think this guy has slowly climbed up our, our power rankings of everybody's favorite baseball player. Uh, Nick Castellanos is mm-hmm. the fucking man. Uh, I, I, was it Saturday or Sunday, whatever day Sunday. it was. Big Rob Manfred fan. He hit an absolute bomb. And when he after he crossed home plate, he went and he fist bumped the fan like in the front row or you know, in the crowd. He goes and fist bumps a fan. Uh after the game, he's doing an interview, and uh they asked him, Oh, what'd you go fist bump the fan for? And he goes, Oh, can I get the fan? And the fan will tell you. Fan comes over, he puts the headset on. Castellanos doesn't say a goddamn word. He's just standing there. He's got a little smirk on. He's got just a, a, a shitting grin on. <laughs> and he's standing there. And the fan gets on the headset, puts the headset on, and goes, Oh, yeah, you know, uh, Castellanos came up and. Uh, no, it's, Car- it's Carolina, not baseball. Sorry. Uh, before the at bat. Uh, I yelled to him, hey, Nick, just pretend the ball is Manfred's face. And then he hit a home run. So he came over and fist bumped me afterwards. And Castellanos just shoots, holds his arms out and shrugs and looks at the camera, doesn't say a word. And he might be my favorite player. Uh, he's great. He hates Rob Manfred. He is what I wanted Trevor Bauer to do with, like, shitting on MLB, but Trevor Bauer was like, no, nah, I'm just going to make it about myself and start my whole brand and all that. Castellanos, like, literally can't stand Rob Manfred. He's a goddamn treasure. I love him. I want him to be a Yankee. Like, come join us. Join us, friend. Um, did we have anything else on, like, what MLB did wrong this uh, in this past week? I don't think so. Other well, than they, the fact that- they haven't suspended Castellanos yet. Which yeah. you know it's going to happen, and we're going to be furious about it next week. Um, I don't think I've seen umpiring this bad in a long time. Maybe it's just magnified even more now, but I feel like they are getting worse in response to the fact that we want robo ops. Like, I, I, Frankie, maybe you said it to me. Them putting the box on the TV on every channel. Like ESPN was the first one to do that, like on Sunday Night Baseball. But now everybody has the box where the strike zone is. It's the and worst. It just, it just makes the umpires look ten times worse. It's um, the worst thing to happen to baseball. and it, It's the worst thing to happen to umpires since, like, I don't – it's the worst thing to ever happen to them because now, like, every call is in question because you could see exactly how terrible they are every pitch. But I just feel like not even just strikes and balls, but I feel like calling guys safe or not calling guys safe and like just making rulings like Angel Hernandez. We talked about how he's just a fucking idiot and like that play where he didn't know if it was a home run or a doubles or an out. So he just ruled him out. I got a good one on uh, Angel Hernandez. Uh, Terry Francona, who's, you know, Hall of Fame caliber manager, probably going to go in the Hall of Fame as soon as he's eligible for it. Uh they were Angel Hernandez was calling, I think, behind home plate for one of uh, Terry Francona, the, the Cleveland Indians games. And Francona came out and, and eventually got ejected. But the first thing Francona says when he comes out of the dugout to confront Angel Hernandez on a once again a terrible call why is it always when you're here that we get yep. fucked? And again, 
I think I love Terry Francona because he's I'm, actually he's actually telling the worst on the the noted by, by judge, judges by judges a a legally legally binding contract of badness. <laughs> he is he's been judged the worst fucking umpire in the league. It's I just, just I don't, unbelievable. I can't imagine there aren't umpires like in the lower leagues that they're like, all right, we need to just get rid of like some of these guys just so that like, cause they're, you, you hear last DS, right? You hear, uh, West, you hear Angel Hernandez, you know, like if you, when, when they show the umpires at the beginning of the game, you know, you're going to have a bad day regardless. Like, like, and maybe, no names maybe, maybe you'll get lucky. And like Angel Hernandez will be it. Oh, that's what he was doing the other day too. Did anybody see this? Angel yeah, no, that's the one we're talking was, about where he's at second base and he couldn't tell if the guy was out in the outfield or not. So was that was that the game where he was standing? So it was a runner at second and he was yes. standing like halfway between first and second, like nowhere near the bag he's supposed to be covering. Yeah, with no idea. Which I get if there's you know an injured like if the first base ump gets injured, like the second base ump has to take over those responsibilities. But the first base ump didn't get hurt in that game. They were just confused. Like, why the fuck is this guy? I think it was during the Yankee game because I think fucking John Sterling was talking about it. And God, I hate him. But he had a point. Angel Hernandez fucking sucks. Why are you, why are you standing out of position? You're a fucking a veteran umpire, regardless of how bad you are at making calls. Like, at least be in position. I think that if, if you're a name, like a well-known name for a bad reason... I think MLB needs to clean house of those guys and put no name guys in there. Well, like, folks, here's you, the problem: if you're a well known name, that it, it's only because of a bad reason. Because the good no, umpires you saying. don't hear about. Right, that's what I'm saying. Though you don't know the good uh, umpires' names, and like no that's idea. the way it should be. Like it's the same thing with the NBA. You don't know the bad. Re- you don't know like the good refs' names. You know Donahue for other reasons for his all his nonsense, <laughs> but like. You, uh, I, I'm blanking on the guy who um, fucks James Harden all the time. Like, like you know the guys who are like shit. We're gonna the old guy, the old bald headed mm-hmm. guy. Like, um, you. I don't know his name. If you looks like, like Don Zimmer, kind of, but like skinny and like mm-hmm. actual. Um, <laughs> you know the um, you know the umps' names. It's a bad thing. Like hockey, like football. It's a little different. Like you knew Ed Hockey League because his fucking arms were massive. But like in in baseball. If you know the umpire's name, it's a bad sign. Last Diaz, horrendous. Angel Hernandez, horrendous. West, horrendous. Like, well, and also, the, so the the football thing is different too because it's usually the 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 head referee. Yeah, and he's the guy that every time he pops up on screen to call a penalty, he usually gets shouted out by name. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's different because they're just telling you, oh, this is what blah 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 has to say. This is what blah, blah, blah. This is, oh, we'll go down to the field for the penalty call from blah, blah, blah. Shit like that. So that's at least umpires, you don't have like where they're getting FaceTime on the camera to tell you something. It's just balls and strikes and outs and this and that and the other thing. Like they're not, they don't go and get like their camera angle and okay, we're going to throw it to him to tell us if he struck out. No, you just see if he struck out or not. I have an idea. So the NBA did this once, and I think they should do this in the MLB. Remember what they did during the All-Star game where they had that ref, I'm blanking out his name, but the one that looks like Don Zimmer, who was going up against, I think, Shaq. They did, like, some sort of, like, drills. 
No, I don't remember. I don't remember. they did something. I think you do this and like you just have them go up against like a Garrett Cole or, a J- or Jacob DeGrom, like just live at bat and just like fucking destroy them. I think you put them and give them the limelight they want and then they're just going to go away slowly but surely. And look what happened with that referee. He quickly and surely retired within a year or two. Fucking expose them, give them the, the, the identification they want and then they'll be fucking out of there before you know it. I am honestly amazed more like pitchers and catchers haven't done that thing where the catcher puts his ball is like calls for a high pitch like and, just, and just ducks like oh shit sorry ump i missed it like i am shocked like angel hernandez doesn't take one off the face at least a game <laughs> it, it, it amazes me well because you know if that happens now he's just not gonna call anything for the rest of the game i guess so now you, a, you're basically a, punting a game but like it's a 162 game season. You fucking you catch him in the ribs once. If I'm if I'm like the last reliever on the game and I get in and it's one of those guys behind, I'm going to the coach and being like, "Here, let me and like because if I'm in, it's probably for a bad reason. Like the team is <laughs> losing. I'm like here, here, he's been fucking us all day. Just let me throw three straight pitches at his face. Hey, I'd be like, is- I'd be like, who's the field position you player you have coming in after me when I do this? <laughs> like that's what I would be asking. Here's the thing. It's a 162-game season. I've seen the Yankees punt games for less. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah I was say, Aaron Boom punts games when it's a one-run game in the seventh yeah. all the time. Yeah, you punt away a win. Like, hey, man, at, at least Angel Hernandez fucking is going to be breathing heavy when he goes home that night. A couple of baseball things I did want to mention because I see um, – you saw the Miami Marlins un- uh, uniforms that came out, the Havana ones. No, what are they? Are they blue? They are no, they're they're like like, they are fantastic. I love them. It's I think like inspired by like the Havana Sugar Kings. It was like 1950s, and they did like a whole video on it. But their uniforms look absolute fire. Um, Joe, I just pulled them up. I fucking love them. Yeah, Um, leave it for the Marlins, dude. I love the hat. Yeah, the hat's sick. The other thing I see, I'm watching the Mets game right now with Freeman up to bat. Did you see how DeGrom was giving him, like, feeling tips? Oh, yeah. It was so freaking funny. He was, like, <laughs> telling him where to move, telling him Milan was going to bot, like, all this crazy shit. And then the other thing, so I know we have the, the Cubs and Nationals playing, so, like, Lester and Schwarber. Um, so, Chris Bryant started off in left field today, and he left Candy out in left field for Kyle Schwarber. So, <laughs> yeah, I, think Schwar- I think Schwarber hit a home run tonight, too. He did. He did. So the, these are the things where like we had talked about it more like they need to like promote it. Like, do you know how much more recognition like these are just ideal moments that like MLB is just not taking full advantage of once again. Oh, and I would love if my job paid me two million dollars, but things that are not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> they need to. Yeah, no, the oh, problem is, is they pay these guys thirty five million dollars and don't get to have fun. Like let let's have fun with the thirty five million dollars. Let the kids play. Let the kids play. Sorry. Wow, eleven hard hit balls tonight against Garrett Cole, his most since twenty fifteen. Yep. Yeah. Well, move on. That game ended. Well, I is like here playing. <laughs> I chalked it up as a loss that game at this point. There was one more thing that I wanted to mention, and now it slipped my mind because those jerseys were sick. 
Yeah, whatever. We'll talk about it next week if we have to. Uh, are we good? You guys, you guys want to go right. to uh... – Uh-oh. Mike Trout left early today. Oh, no. that's, what, that's, that's literally what it was. It was Mike Trout just left early. He's seen limping on the bases. I'm looking at it now. Yes. That's, I no. literally just saw the notification, and then I looked up the jerseys and forgot. Yes. Not my MVP. No. Oh, Hopefully. yeah. He, he was limping. Fuck. Maybe he's got a little turf toe, and he'll be all right. He'll be back. Oh, you hate to Run see him. Bitch. Maybe he's got. T- he's going to go on the 10-day IL. Because he needs 10 days away from the team to figure out how he's going to demand a trade. Demand a trade to the Yankees. Since they did Pujols dirty. Who says no? Aaron Hicks, Gary Sanchez, Clint Frazier for Mike Trout. Vosa, you could trade anybody except Garrett Cole, and I'd be happy. (laughs) Uh, Damn. Get over his head. Get in there, too. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, that trout being out sucks, but I think that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there was anything else I had on. I'm just still admiring these Marlins jerseys. Fucking fire. That's so cool. Uh, Tony, anything else? Nope. I got nothing. All right. What's uh, the Mets one? I could have told you that, but I had to refrain from saying anything. Sorry, it like, took me a while to even notice it. Let's uh no, that's just how slow your TV is. No, I, I I was covering the stream with something else. Let's uh get into the one minute drills. <laughs> and uh anybody volunteering to go first? I'll go first. Boza. The NFL schedule came out this week. And, of course, the New York Jets get to open up the season with Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I think the line is currently the Panthers are four-point favorites. Um, I can't remember if it's in New York or in Carolina. I'm sure it's in New York uh, because Sam Darnold's going to come here. Um, He will destroy the Jets. Uh, That is the easiest call you can make for this season. Um, The Panthers will probably win that game by two touchdowns. uh, But – It'll be two touchdowns. Like it'll be like forty-five, thirty-one because Zach Wilson is a savior and is going to throw four touchdowns. But it's just our defense is just not very good. So yes, I'm in my spin zone already. Um, but yeah, of course we have to open the season with Sam Darnold. So that should be a lot of fun. That should be a lot of memories. I'm sure there will be a ton of like that that first NFL Sunday. I'm sure there will be a thousand um, clip packages of the Jets drafting him and stupid cartoons of his time with the New York Jets. So yeah, that's going to get like, real it's in fast. Charlotte Can't fucking wait. It's in Charlotte. Even when we're going to get dominated. Yeah. Um, at least they didn't make us go him come here. Uh, they probably just didn't want to send them back to New York. No, nah, the giants are home when we play, um, Aaron Rodgers and the Denver Broncos. So, um, <laughs> uh, and then the other thing with the Jets schedule is of course, the, unfortunately the Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence matchup won't be until I think like week 16, um, so hopefully they're still neither of them are hurt by then, and hopefully they're both in there. Um, I don't think that it'll really think matter it'd be because they're hurt. What? I'm not gonna. They're not gonna sit Trevor Lawrence, and they're not gonna sit Zach Wilson. Like neither of those guys are getting sit sat. So if if they're not playing, it's because one of them's hurt. Um, but yeah, uh, football schedule out. 
mini camps going on, so I'm excited. Uh, can't wait. Brought the good juju for Luke Voigt. Ba-boom! That is a fucking moonshot. No, good. It didn't happen for Five. me yet, but uh, Shohei, Shohei Otani just hit his 13th home run, by the way. He's okay. a fucking Fuck He's an animal. Um, I think I could go if nobody else is ready because uh, that's a bomb. Let's go. Uh, so my one-minute drill is going to be really quick on – I watched a documentary today, earlier today. On the hammers. About, about Cassandro the Exotico. Cassandro is a professional wrestler from uh, – I believe he lives in Texas, but he's originally from Mexico, and he's a, a Lucha Libre star. Uh, Cassandra is an exotico, which is uh, usually a male wrestler that cross-dresses, and that's their character. Um, he's also an openly gay man, and Cassandra the Exotico, the film, I think doesn't touch on what makes Cassandra great. Like he he's a great professional wrestler, he's a great character, he's a very very much a minority in Lucha Libre with being openly gay, and has a great story to tell and is just a great personality and a great character. I think the movie could have did a better job of expressing that and, and talking more about Lucha Libre and tradition and all that stuff. But it's still a fun enough watch. If you have the Criterion Channel, check it out. Uh, also, hopefully, Cassandro gets a bigger, better, more in-depth documentary at some point because he is tremendous. Tony or Joe? I can go. Joseph? So because the basketball season is now leading into playoffs, that means fantasy basketball is over, and you all are probably wondering who is uh, who ended up winning. And... Uh, <laughs> I like to say that the title is officially mine. Uh, my brother officially awarded me the congratulations of me winning. So I will now be taking this time of figuring out what jersey I will like to get, but will not officially get ever because that's just how we all play it uh, in these uh, leagues. But on another note, um, your boy is hitting a, a win winning streak right now in fantasy baseball for all you guys who thought I was out starting off 0-4. I got to make my way slowly back into the, the playoff range. So I'm coming for that ass for everyone. So you all better be fucking scared because Cohen got his ass beat this week. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. I'm sorry, Joe. I just realized what we didn't talk about with baseball. What did we not talk about with baseball? Jared Kalenic came up this week. Oh, true. Oh, my we God. How Mets did we forget? Up. Oh, man. <laughs> we we didn't were talk so about close. Tony just lost his one-minute drill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Jared Tony, Kalenic. any thoughts on Jared Kellenic already hitting a home run, just let off the game with a single. That's the reason I noticed. Uh, Tony, thoughts? hold on real quick. Tony, how excited for you were you when he went 0 for 4 in the first game? Uh, no, I just knew it. It was just like God was just like, listen, my fans, you've dealt with enough. I won't let him hit a home run day one. I, he's just, he's just going to do it day two. So, so day two, first pitch, he, and he leads off for them, by the way. Oh, my God. Which, by the way, I mean, go fuck yourself because I have Kyle Lewis, who's supposed to lead off for them, and now he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, he's going to be a stud. It's just, it's, I just need to like start to, to become accustomed to it. Uh, good news, he's only hitting 211 right now. 
Thank God. But he could hit 211, and with the 42 injuries the Mets have, he could have been in the outfield right now. You could, could have been playing center field after Pilar took one in the face, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's all I got on Kellen. Tony, before you do your one-minute drill, because I know you still don't have one, so I might yeah. as well bring this up now. Uh, mm-hmm. Why the fuck – who the fuck was playing the outfield for the Yankees yesterday? Um, Ramon – why Ryan Lemaire? I don't why know why is Florial is not up. I do not understand it at this point. Is he not um, on the well? Regardless, of him not the, being regardless, on the, Ryan Lemaire isn't on the forty man. Was roster. definitely not on the forty man roster. Yeah, exactly. What the I f- thought he he did was he was with us in the spring though. That doesn't mean I he was on the forty. No, I, I know, I know, but I know it wasn't somebody that we just recently signed. As I don't know why because he hasn't played since twenty nineteen. Yeah, I, I don't he, know but, why Florial is not up. I, really I think don't. he's like an alternate, whatever the fuck his name is, is like an alternate site, like, so they have enough bodies there, guy. Not a fucking MLB roster guy. They're, they're going to like, they, they kind of, I don't know if you guys remember Mason Williams. Like, yep. he was yeah. supposed to be the, like, next, like, Mike Trout. Like, he had a fucking 80 across the board, and he just, not, he kept not coming up. And I was like, this guy's going to be a fucking bust because he would be up now if he was an actual good player. And, like, I feel like the same shit is going on with Floreal. All I've heard for the last four years is he's going to, he's a fucking 80 speed. He just needs to learn to, like, a little more contact and he'll fucking be a fantastic player. And he's still not up with all the injuries. We've throw Mike Talkman out there. Tyler Wade's winning the outfield. Ryan, Ryan fucking Lemire now. And Esteban Floreal still hasn't gotten called up. Um, Jason Dominguez, where are you at? Shouts out Jason Dominguez. I follow him on Instagram. He's great. He's going to be a fucking animal. The uh, Tony, did you come up with a one-minute drill? <laughs> mm. <laughs> hey, you still owe us a one-minute drill, you piece of shit, from like a month ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't do anything. <laughs> uh, we, just, I... we just watched Garrett Cole not win a game, and we all did our one-minute drills. So you owe us... To a, a minute, maybe not tonight, because you still don't have one normally. Yeah. Start brainstorming for one of these weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, take Bob, a rain check. Baffert oh. got banned by the uh, horse uh, authority. Didn't nice. know there was one. Um, but Medina Spirit got cleared the race, which was weird in the Preakness. They he didn't win. Weird, very weird. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, so, I'm done. I can't grandstand anymore for you, Tony. Sorry. He's he's banned from the Belmont though because what's his face is banned, right? Yeah. So he can race in the pre- like just don't race the horse. Oh, did you see the other thing where like that track in California, like where all the horses died a couple of years ago, like more horses died? Jesus. Yeah. They're least, like, maybe somebody wants to look into that. Yeah, no, they're saying that they're all they're all pumping the horses full of LASIK. Yeah, I mean that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I just find it. Um, I think it was Big Cat who had tweeted it. He was like, "Why you? What? Why are you blaming Baffert? I mean, it was the horse who took it." Like, Joe, Joe clearly didn't listen to last week's episode. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I could do a really quick uh, one minute drill. For yeah, Tony. I don't know if you know this, but like half of mine are twenty seconds long because I don't actually think of something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with wrestling. Um, 
Cesaro got to wrestle in an actual main event title match at a pay-per-view for the first time, I feel like, in his entire career. He is by far the greatest professional wrestler in WWE right now. Um, and it was great. Lost. He still lost, but it was probably like a match of the year candidate. I have not watched it yet because I'm a terrible, terrible human. But Roman. Oh, of course. Or, yeah, Roman's not losing any time. Oh, so. fucking course. But the fact that Cesaro even got the opportunity, I thought was pretty cool. And uh, that was about it. So it was only his third time challenging for a world championship. Pathetic. The first two times were multi-man, like I think a, a six-man, um, an elimination chamber match and a Money in the Bank the year where it was for the title and not for Money in the Bank. Mm. Uh, so it was a six-man elimination chamber because it's always six men and a uh, eight-man ladder match were his only two championship matches before this. So for Cesaro, one of the all-time greats to get a, a singles match on a pay-per-view with a stupid name is just tremendous for all us all us uh, diehard fans that love Claudio Castagnoli and love Antonio Cesaro and love Cesaro for the performer that he is. Uh, shout out Cesaro for being the best. Uh, probably now, especially now that Daniel Bryan's like in limbo and nobody knows where the fuck he's going or what he's doing. Like yeah. you're right. He's probably the best performer in WWE overall, in my opinion. Also, like I, I agree with you on that. <laughs> Brian was the only one that might be better, and that's because he's goddamn the American Dragon, for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll do it for this week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I actually tweeted somewhat recently. So, mm-hmm. you know, follow us there. Uh, Instagram, we usually post on. So, you know, keep up with us on that. Uh, check out my other podcast, Future Presentation. This week's episode is on Dumb and Dumber. So that was a fun one. Uh, especially when one of the three of us didn't like it. So it was fun <laughs> to it was fun to hear a person that didn't like Dumb and Dumber talk about it. And uh, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, for 914 Sports. Bye. Bye. See ya.